That was pretty foolish. Okay. Mishayla Shneti Neichais. Echelamal Achar Shabbos. One. So there's two babies to Mal. One that was born on Sunday. Okay. Echelamal Bishabbos. And one that uh, was born on Shabbos. The Mila is done on Shabbos. Okay. So you have a Sunday Mila and a Shabbos Mila. Vishachach Umal Eshel Achar Shabbos Bishabbos. Now come Shabbos and you do the Mila on the Sunday baby. Chayev, you're going to be Chayev, right? So Mestama, the way to understand this is that you didn't do a mitzvah, right? The, the baby, Shabbos, for, for the Sunday baby, Shabbos is only the seventh day. He's not a bar mila. There's no mitzvah mila at all. And therefore, you can't do, uh, therefore, if you did the mila, you're going to be Chayev achatas because there was no, he, he, Shabbos wasn't supposed to be Deicha for him. Echolamol be'er of Shabbos. Let's say you had a baby that was supposed to be, the meal was supposed to happen on Friday. And when on Shabbos, you didn't do any meal on Friday, okay? And now, on Shabbos, you go ahead and you mal the wrong baby. You mal the Shaloi Bismanai baby. Then it's going to be a Machlekes, Rabbi Eliezer, Mechaev Chatos, Rabbi Yeshua, Poiter. Okay, Rabbi Eliezer holds, you're going to be Chaev Chatos, Rabbi Yeshua holds, you're going to be Poiter. And we're going to explain this and uh, I, I purposely didn't speak out in the Mishnah because the Gemara is Rav Huna. We're going to bring up Machlekes over here. Zakh the Gemara. Rav Huna Masni Chayev. Rav Yehuda Masni Potter. Okay, so now Rav Huna learned this entire Mishnah like we had it. Misha that the Reisha is a case of Chayev Ledivrei Hakol. All right, what happened in our Mishnah? We had a Machlek. Ledivrei Hakol, we said, if it is Misha Yulashnei Achar Shabbos, Sunday baby, Shabbos baby. Everybody holds your chayiv if you mauled the Sunday baby on Shabbos. Now, if you had a Friday baby and a Shabbos baby, then it's a machlekes between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua. So, Rabbi Huna Masni Chayiv, like exactly the same format we have in our Mishnah, that the Reisha is a case where everybody holds chayiv, and the Seifa is a machlekes. Rabbi Yehuda Masni Potter, Rabbi Yehuda is going to learn the Mishnah entirely different and say that the Reisha is a case of Potter, and this. Everybody holds Pater, and the Seifa is a case of it's a Machlechus if it's Chayib or Pater. So now we're going to speak that out and give it, right, let's color in the lines. Rav Huna Masni Chayib, that he's going to hold is going to be Chayib Ditanya. Omar Rishimim ben Elazar. Rishimim ben Elazar says, that there is no argument. There's two children. So that looks like our Mishnah, right? The way we have our Mishnah, that's the Masni Chayiv. So if you have a Sunday baby and a Shabbos baby, and Shabbos comes, so for your Shabbos baby, it's the eighth day. For your Sunday baby, you're supposed to be doing the Shabbos Mila. For your Sunday baby, it's only the seventh day. He's never entered into the Chayiv Mila. Everyone's going to agree you're going to be Chayiv. Because you now made a chabura shalayim makam mitzvah. There is no, this Sunday baby on Shabbos, there's no mitzvah. And you went ahead and you, and you made a chabura. Amal nechloku. What are they arguing about? Amisha ha'yulah beitzanakas echolamol be'erev Shabbos, be'echolamol be'shabbos. One to do, right? You had one of the babies you were supposed to do, the eighth day was Friday, and one of them was Shabbos. V'shacha humal shal erev Shabbos b'shabbos. So now, this is a machlaikis. Why? Now, there's a fundamental difference, right? A Friday baby on Shabbos, 
Yes, it's not, you're not supposed to do the meal to do the Dechia on Shabbos, but it was already Chayim and Mila. It's in the game, right? I mean, the eighth day passed, right? You didn't do it on Friday, now it's Shabbos. So there's a fundamental difference here. So the question is, when we say that if you do a Mila, Shaloi, uh, you know, B'makam Mitzvah on Shabbos, not on the eighth day, whatever that means, how far are we going to go to say Chayim or Pater? So when it's a Sunday baby, so it's only, this, it's only the seventh day. So then what we're trying to say is everybody's going to hold your chayiv because the baby was not, it's not even a mitzvah to do milah at this point. Not even a mitzvah. So you're doing nothing. So that's why you're going to be chayiv according to everybody. But when it's a Friday baby, you're right. For the, ba- the Friday, if it's a Friday Shabbos baby, for the Friday baby, Shabbos, you're not supposed to do the milah because it's But lamaisa, it's a mitzvah. Right? It's still a mitzvah mila, it's just not mila bismana. Correct? So, And they're going to learn it from from It's going to be like The Torah says, don't do, don't worship and however you were to do it, if you were in a shayig situation and you were oivet avodazara, you're going to be chayav achatas for that. We don't look at what you were trying to do, right? We say, Tyrus said, don't do it. I did it, b'shayig. So you're going to be achatas. Hachanami loishna. That's Rabbi Eliezer Shita. Rabbi Yeshua, he says no. Hasam delav mitzvah. Hacha mitzvah. How could you compare it to avodazara where you didn't have era? Here, lemaisa, you did a mitzvah. You're right. You weren't supposed to be Deich Shabbos, right? But it wasn't like you made a chabura, you just made a cut, or you punched somebody and made a black and blue mark. Okay, you didn't just do it. You did a mitzvah here. You did a mila. It's a real mitzvah. It's just not bismana. So Shabbos wasn't supposed to be Deich. So we're not going to have you a chatas for that. Ta bidvar mitzvah, right? Ta bidvar mitzvah, the awesome mitzvah. We're not going to have you a chatas. You made a mistake, but you were doing a mitzvah. Okay, so that's the first way of understanding why in the Reisha it's Chai L'Divrei kol because there was no mitzvah done here. The baby was only a seven-day-old seven seven day baby, the baby that you mauled. And why in the, um, and, and why in the Seifa it's a Machlekes. It's a Machlekes whether we're going to look after you at, at your Misa, that's Rabbi Yezer, or are we going to say Tav Bar Mitzvah. That's the first way of explaining the Machlekes. Rabbi Yehuda Masni, Pater. Rabbi Yehuda learns the Mishnah, that the Reisha is Pater, the Divriya called Pater, and then it's only Machlekes in the Seifa. Okay, the Tanya. Ah, so he's going to go like Rameyer. They're not even going to argue about it. If you have a Friday baby and a Shabbos baby, and you mild the Friday baby on Shabbos, okay, everyone's going to agree you're going to be Pater, Right? L'divrei kol ta'bedvar mitzvah is potter. Amal nechelku al mishayi lebeis t'nechas echolamol achar ha-shabbos v'echolamol b'shabbos v'shochachumal eshal achar shabbos b'shabbos that the whole, the only time that it's a machlekes is if you have a Sunday baby and a Shabbos baby and you did the mila on Shabbos of the Sunday baby sh'belozer mechayev chatos Rabbi Yeshua Peter Rabbi says you're going to be chayev Rabbi Yeshua says potter v'shneem lo'ilim dua elo me'avadis kachavim they are only going to 
The, both of them are learning from Avodah Zarah. Rabbi Lazar Savar ke Avodah Zechavim ma Avodah Zechavim marachman alay savin. Just like when it comes to Avodah Zarah, the Torah said, "Don't do it." Vechi oven mechayiv. We're going to look after your Misa. again. Here there is no mitzvah; it's just an avera, and that's why you're going to be chayiv. Okay. Hachanami loishna. That so too when it comes to a Sunday baby or a seven-day-old baby mauling on Shabbos, there's no mitzvah. You just did a ma'isa chaticha. There's no mitzvah at all. There's no mitzvah milah. And therefore, it's just the same as doing a vaydazara. Right? So, uh, doing a, a milah for a seven-day-old baby on Shabbos in regards to the violation of Shabbos is the same as worshipping a vaydazara as a violation to a So therefore, you're going to be chayiv. Rabbi Yeshua, he says no. Hasam Rabbi Shua still says that you're going to be potter. You want to know why? Because you're tarred the mitzvah. You're meaning, you're intending to do a mitzvah. Lamaisa, you didn't do the mitzvah. When you do have a zara, I don't know what you were doing, right? But you weren't trying to do a mitzvah. Okay? You were, you were shagging on Avodah Zarah. That's why you're going to be chayiv. But here, even though Lamaisa, you did a shagging on Shabbos, I was tarred the mitzvah. I was trying to do a mitzvah's milah. I, I, I ended up doing the wrong baby by accident. But I was tarred. I was dealing with a mitzvah. So you can't compare it to the case of where the guy worships the Zara by accident. That's not fair. And that's Rabbi Yeshua Shita. Okay, so those are two ways to learn our Mishnah. Is the Reisha saying Chayav or Pater? And then wh- which, is, which is the case of Machlechus? And then you just flip it back and forth depending on, depending on how you learn it. Now we're going to have a third way of understanding of understanding this machlekes. Tani Rav Chia. Rav Chia has another way of understanding this. Eimer Hayer Rameir, that Rameir learned it as follows. That in a case where you had a Friday baby and a Shabbos baby, there's no machlekes, but everyone's going to agree, chayev. If a Friday baby and a Shabbos baby, Right? To which the Gemara is going to ask him this in a second. I have a Friday baby that it's already in the game, right? It's already subject. It needs to, it needs to have a meal done, and I, I mount it on Shabbos. Everyone's going to hold Chayiv. Where I have a baby that needs a meal on Sunday and one on Shabbos. And he goes ahead and he mouths the Sunday baby on Shabbos. Okay, and the Machlekes is, there's a third way of explaining the Machlekes, that according to everybody, if you have a Friday, and Shab- Friday baby and a Shabbos baby, and you mouth the Friday baby on Shabbos, you're going to be Chayev. If you have a Shabbos baby and a Sunday baby, then it's a Machlekes. The Gemara wants to understand Hashta. Hashta Rabbi Yeshua Seifa Deloika Oven Mitzvah Peter in a case where you have a Shabbos baby and a Sunday baby. And you're not even doing a mitzvah. Why? Because you, you mal the Sunday baby on Shabbos. The Sunday baby is a seven-day-old baby. It's not in the game. It's not subject. It's not even, there's no mitzvah mila at this point. And yet, Rabbi Yeshua is going to hold Potter. So for sure, Reisha Deka Oven Mitzvah Machayev? The Reisha, where you mauled on accident on Shabbos a nine-day-old baby, how could you hold Chayiv there? Doesn't make any sense. That, so the Gemara answers, that the case is a little bit different. Reisha, that what happened in the Reisha was that you 
you already mauled the Shabbos baby on Friday. So, we're, we, so far, we were understanding what's this machlekes, that I have two babies, and I did no milos on Friday, right? And, right, I have, e- in either case, it didn't sound like we were doing any milo on Friday. So you just skip the day, and now on Shabbos, you have two babies. One, is, you're supposed to be day for Shabbos for, and one you're not. So here he's saying no. What, the way Rav Chia is explaining this case is he's saying that everyone's going to agree you're chayif on what seems to be the more makel case, which is a Friday baby. If you mauled the Shabbos baby on Friday, now comes Shabbos, and all you have left is the Friday baby, and you mild the Friday baby on Shabbos, everyone's going to chayif. Why? Because, he says, that this Shabbos, right, you, when you're going to do Mila, so in the other two cases, Shabbos was Dechia, right? Shabbos was Nidche because of a Mila that you had to do. But the question is, now, the problem is, is that you didn't mal the right baby. But Shabbos was supposed to get Dechid, right? Shabbos was supposed to be pushed off. You were supposed to do a Mila. There's one of these babies was, was subject, right, its eighth day was on Shabbos. So now we're saying that, no, what happened was you had a Friday baby and a Shabbos baby. Then on Friday, you mauled the Shabbos baby. Now all you have left is the Friday baby on Shabbos. So Shabbos isn't supposed to be Nidcha, right? You have no, you have, there's no, there's no eighth day, eight day old baby that needs a meal on Shabbos now. Seifa nitna Shabbos lidcha is, that in the Seifa case, that Shabbos is supposed to be Deicha, okay, because... You have both babies here. So even though one is not in the game, right? And the one you mild is the wrong one. But at least Shabbos, so the way Rechi is viewing this machlegis is that like, it's not only dependent on what your action is, it's what is the status of Shabbos in this situation? So since when you have two babies here and one is supposed to be mild on Shabbos and one is mild on Sunday, he wants to say that in your review Yeshua, we're going to be more noited to say Again, like Tarb Mitzvah, right? Because we're going to be more nice to say to be to be Mekel because um, Shabbos was subject to being Nidchef. In this case, you had a baby that was supposed to that was supposed. Tell now every time he mild both babies on Shabbos. He, he, or, or either I guess mild both on Shabbos or he just mild the wrong one, but both were there. So really, You're right. For this guy, no. But every Shabbos, ostensibly somewhere, somewhere in the world, right? If you're saying I'm viewing this as what is the status of Shabbos, we would have to assume that somewhere in the world that there's a Shabbos bris pretty much every week, right? So Shabbos is nitcha. It is is nitna Shabbos lidchais. So the Gemara answers the high is yav. However. For this guy, right, it's not exclusively based on Shabbos, it's also the guy. And for the guy himself, the guy who's doing the Mila, Shabbos wasn't Deicha for him, and therefore, Ledivre um, Akol, it's going to be Chayev. So those are the three ways of explaining the Sugya. Either, right, it's either a Machlekes in Ledivre um, Akol, everyone holds Chayev, right, Ledivre Akol, everyone holds Chayev because you didn't do a mitzvah, and that is taught, and the Reisha is a case of where you mauled the Sunday baby on Shabbos. Okay, it wasn't its time yet. And then the, there's a machlekes in the Seifa, that was the first way of explaining it, is Tav the Bar Mitzvah, or not. Do we treat Mila Shaloi Bizmana, right, a Friday baby that you mauled on Shabbos, do we treat that like, 
like Avay Dezara B'Shagig, or do we say that no, it's Tarbid Dezara Mitzvah, it's special? We have the second way of explaining it, which is that the Reisha is actually, Ledivar Yakol is going to be Potter, okay? And that means that you mild the Friday baby on Shabbos. Everybody holds that Tarbid Dezara Mitzvah is going to be Potter from a Karban, okay? They're going to be Potter on your Isra Shabbos. And then it's just the Machlikas and the Seifa of whether or not we're going to say Torah B'mitzvah or not, that even though you mild a baby that was, a, was only a seven-day-old baby, it's, it's man, it wasn't until Sunday, the Rebbe Lazar holds, well, you, 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 did, you didn't do a mitzvah at all, so if you didn't do a mitzvah, you're going to be chayat achatas. And Rabbi Yeshua holds that, yeah, even though I didn't do the mitzvah, I was Torah B'dvar mitzvah, right? I was busy, I was trying to do a mitzvah, I was attempting to, I was trying, right? And therefore, you're going to be potter. And Rabbi Chia learned it, like we said, that he, he learns it more like the second case, except that in the Reisha case, he says that, um, that uh, what happened was it's a Friday baby and a Shabbos baby, and you mild the Shabbos baby on Friday, so now Shabbos was never subject, was, what, Shabbos was not nitein um, lidchais, right? It wasn't subject to being deichad, and therefore um, everyone's going to hold your chayev, and then it's again only a machlekes in the case of where you have a Shabbos and Sunday. He holds it, is that he holds that the, your excuse of Torah B'mitzvah only applies if you actually had a mitzvah to do, even if you thought you had a mitzvah, it doesn't make a difference. Because he, he still thought, right, he still right, thought right. he had a mitzvah to do. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yes, yeah, I think, yes, I think you're right, but I think he's approaching it from a different angle. He's saying that even if you were Torah B'mitzvah, Shabbos has to be Nitein Lidchais for you in order to use that excuse. It's not exclusively you. It's that the Shabbos is in Nitein Lidchais, so I don't care what you were trying to do, right? It's like, let's say there was one baby and it was a Sunday baby, right? Yeah. And it was a Sunday baby, or a Friday baby or a Friday baby, it doesn't matter, and you tried, let's say there was one baby, it was a Friday baby, and you tried doing Milo and Shabbos. We never had a Havamina that you wouldn't be Chayev. It's only what we're saying is, oh, right, of course you're going to be high. That's a regular shaggy case. Wow. I, think, I think what we're saying is Shabbos needs to be nitain lidchais. That's the way Rechia is learning it, at least. And the other, and the other man, maybe not. You understand what I'm saying? So it nothing really to do with, he, he doesn't agree with the concept of the Tarbim No, he has to agree with the concept of the Tarbim Mitzvah because he needs that in the Seifa. In the Seifa, it is Targum Mitzvah. Uh-huh. But what he's saying is, you can't, you, you don't, you, you can't say Targum Mitzvah in a situation where Shabbos, even though it's Targum Mitzvah, like, you have to have the right, it, it has, Shabbos needs to be Nitein Lidchais, and then you could say Targum Mitzvah says, says that I'm not going to be Chai V'chatos. But if Shabbos was never Nitein Lidchais, it, that's the way I'm understanding it, that if Shabbos was never Nitein Lidchais, that you can't, it's always going to be subject to a Chatos. Okay, zak the next Mishnah. Katon nimo l'shmaina l'tisha l'asara l'chadasar l'yudbeis. Okay, uh, a katon um, can, and now we're not talking about Shabbos now, right? We're just saying that on what day, like l'chachila, what is the proper day to, day to do mila? We're now discussing what is the proper day to do mila. So it depends. It could be the proper day is the eighth day, the ninth day, the tenth day, the eleventh day, or the twelfth day. Those would all be considered proper days to mila. Le'pachas v'le'yaser. Right, not before the eighth day and not past the twelfth day, meaning there's never an Iker mitzvah for past the twelfth day. Ha 
Kedarka, a regular baby born on a Tuesday. Okay, so then Kedarka, Lishmaina, the next Tuesday is the eighth day. So if let's say the baby is born on a Tuesday night, right? Tuesday, Benashmashas. So it's a suffix if the bris would be Tuesday or Wednesday. Then, Nimalatas, you do it on the ninth day, meaning you would have the bris Mila on Wednesday. Benashmashas shall Arab Shabbos. Okay, let's say the baby is born. Uh, let's say the baby is born Friday, right? Friday evening. Okay, so then, what's going to happen? Nimo la asara, right? Normally, Shabbos would be the ninth day. Normally, we say you do the later day of Bein Hashmashos. But here, because it's Shabbos, you now have a Suffolk baby on Shabbos. You don't, you don't do Mila on a Suffolk on Shabbos. So you're going to push it off till Sunday, so that becomes the tenth day. How much we do it earlier on Friday? That would be the eighth day. No, because it's the Suffolk if it's the eighth day. or the, It's Suffolk if, it, it's Suffolk if that's the seventh or the eighth day. We don't know what it is. We're calling it the tenth day, right? Exactly. Um, um, uh, <clears throat> right. So let's say you had Yanta fell out on Sunday, you would push it until Monday. So now that would be the eleventh day. That if you had two days of Rosh Hashanah, right? So if Rosh Hashanah was Sunday, Monday, okay, then what we would say is it would be Nimol to Tuesday. So a baby that's born Friday, where we'd say Friday would be considered day eight, right? So Shabbos day nine, Sunday is Rosh Hashanah is, 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 uh, is day 10, Monday is day 11, and you have to go all the way to Tuesday, right? Because Sunday, Monday, Rosh Hashanah, and that's day 12. Interestingly, I heard somewhere that um, the Rambam Paskins that on the second day of Yom Tif, uh, you would do a meal of Shalai Bismana, and that's why the Mishnah says, when it says, doesn't say, Yantav Shani, you know, It says specifically Rosh Hashanah because it's only applicable to Rosh Hashanah. Okay, but I'm not sure everybody else holds that way. Um, now we have one katan, katan ha'chayla That if a katan is is sick, so you wait until the baby heals, and um, and then you do the milah. So now zakta gemara amar shmuel. What are we talking about? When we, now we're just going to talk about the sick case. Amr Shmuel, if a baby has a fever that prevents you from doing a mila, you're going to give him a full seven days to past whenever the fever ends, whenever the sickness ends, you wait another seven days. Okay, give him an extra seven days before you do the mila. Right, do you need seven days, right, 168 hours, seven full days, or even at the beginning of the eighth day. What does this mean? Right? We know that, let's say, Mila, let's say a baby is born 5 p.m. on a Monday. You're going to do the Mila the following Monday at, five, at 6 a.m., right? So we don't hold Me'es Le'es when it comes to Mila. The question is, let's say the baby, the fever rises on a Monday at 5 p.m. Do you have to wait until 5 p.m. the following Monday? Or do we say it's just like Mila and you could do it in the morning, you don't need Me'es Le'es? The day that he is healthy is like the, is like the day he's born, right, for regards to Mila purposes, and that's when you start your clock. So, my love, my yom hivoldoi, that just like if a baby is born on, on, at 5 p.m. on a Monday, that you do the bris the following Monday morning, so too, we're comparing that yom havrasai, the day he's cured, is like yom, the day he's born, so too, that if he's, if the fever rises, if the fever lifts at 5 p.m. on a Monday, you wouldn't do the mila till 5 p.m. Uh, you could do the mila 
8 a.m. the following Monday. So the Gemara says, no, no raya, loy. Yeah, maybe they're the same, but it's even better. And the Gemara does not answer the Shiloh. Seems to say that there is no raya. Could be that you do need a full 168 hours. Okay, you need a full Zion days for a baby that gets cured from its illness. Zakta Mishnah. Mishnah is now going to be discussing what are Tzitzin HaMa'akvin and Tzitzin HaMa'akvin Amila. The following are strands, right? So, uh, you know, pieces of flesh from the, from the, um, <coughs> the, 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 the Arla, okay, that didn't get cut. So those are what we call Tzitzin. So then Tzitzin HaMa'akvin, what is Ma'akiv? Basar HaChaifa Roy V'Hatara. If it covers the, the skin, the flesh covers Rav of the Atara, right? So that is the top of the Aver. So if it covers most of that, and we'll see exactly, we're going to explain what we mean by that. Okay, that, that is considered Tzitzit Ama'akvin. So if you have a piece of the Arla that covers the top of the Aver, Rav of the Atara, or the top of the Aver, then it's going to be Ma'ak of the Mila. And if you have that much Tzitzit, that much Basar still there, you can't eat Truma, right? If it's a Kayan, we've said that a Kayan who is an Aral cannot eat Truma. So that is going to be Ma'akiv, your, your, your Mila, that you didn't do a good Mila, and it's going to pre- prevent you from being able to eat Truma. Okay, now, let's say you have a lot of Basar, a lot of skin in that area, right? The baby is a, a, a very large baby, he's a Bal Basar, and therefore, skin folds over in that area. So it looks like it looks like he's got another Arla. I'm not sure exactly anatomically how this works out, but uh, the baby gained weight in certain places and those weren't such ideal places and it looks like he now has another Arla. So then, what we say is you should cut that busser because of Maris Ayin. Again, the Mila was done, but it's a Maris Ayin issue. People will look at him and think that he's still an Arla. If you do the Mila and you do not do the Priya, okay, so you have to, um, right, uh, uncover the membrane that is under the Makam Mila. So if you don't do Priya, that is, consi- that is not considered a good Mila at all. Okay, so now we're going to go back to discuss the case of Tzitzin Ma'akvin. So Amar of Avina, Amar of Yirmiya, Bar Abba, Amar Rav, Basar, HaChoyfe, Esroiv, Goiva, Shel Atara. That when we said that Tzitzin Ma'akvin is basar that covers roiv atara. It doesn't mean the circumference, that it has to go around, that you have to have basar around the whole circumference. It means even if there's one area where up and down, right, there's one area, one strip, so to speak, of basar of, of the arla that wasn't cut, that is going to be ma'akev if it's chayfa roiv up and down, roiv up and down of the atara. We said that if he is uh, quite... If the baby is, is quite large and he grows, um, um, <clears throat> he grows an area of fat where the Markham Arla is. So then we have to be Meshupa, right? We have to smooth it out. You have to get rid of it. So Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, Katan Ryan Kolzman Venira Mohol. So the question is, right, what is the bar? When somebody has 
an extra piece of fat, a baby has an extra piece of fat there, okay, do we say that, well, when do you have to cut it? So Shmuel says, if, right, if the baby is niskasha, right, so his aver is upright, so venira mahol, and he still looks like he's mal, then ain't sarach lamal. Right, so if it looks completely mal, then he doesn't have to. Vim lav, and if it doesn't look mahol, when the aver is upright, so vim lav, sarach lamal, then you have to do the mila, bimasnis natana, so that's shmuel. Okay, masnis natana, rishim gavliel emer, katana masorba babasar, roi say a little bit differently. Rayna is like Kolzman Shemiskasha, the Aina Niramol, right? A little bit of a different Lashem. Shmuel said Kolzman Shemiskasha, Veniramol, ain't Saraf. He says, Her Shem Gamil says Kolzman Shemiskasha, the Aina Niramol, Sarak Lamoila. That if the baby is, right, if the Aver is upright and it doesn't appear to be Mol, right? So if it's upright and it looks like there's uh, an Arla there, so then Sarak Lamoila, Vim Lav, if when the Aver is upright, it does look, it, it does look like he has a part of a mila. So then, So the Gemara wants to understand my benayu. There's a slight difference in the lashon here. What's the difference in the lashon? So the Gemara says, Right, let's say it looks like it's partially mild. So according to Shmuel, what did we say? We said, Right, if it's not niramol, in any way, shape, or form, if it doesn't completely look mal, that's what Shmuel is going to hold. So if, if, it, if you can't really tell, right, you can't say definitively that it is, but the, the, in other words, you, according to Shmuel, if there's partial meal, it looks like partial meal was done, looks like it, you still would have to go ahead and re-smooth out the area. According to Roshim and Gamliel, he holds that no, in, the only way that we're going to require you to do a mila is if when the aver is niskasha, when it's upright, it doesn't look like he had a mila at all. Then we'll require it. But if it looks partial, then we'll let it slide. We'll say it's fine. Okay. Mavale para. We said if you do mila and you don't do priya, you're not going to be chayev. And then now the Gemara is just going to discuss what brachas you make. Tanarabana. Hamal. The mohel. Oymer shekhti shanam mitzvah sevitzivano. Al hamila. Avia Ben, what does the father say? Oimer, Ashekishano, Mitsai Savitsvano, Lachnisai, Fibrisai, Shal Ahavram Avinu. Okay, Haimdim. Right, I think the Ashkenazim and Sfardim do it different ways here. So Tysus answers, right, because it's interesting here. We said that the Moel does, says Ashekishano Alhamila. Then the Avia Ben afterwards, right, that sounds like it's right after Ashekishano Mitsai Savitsvano, Lachnisai, Fibrisai, Shal Ahavram Avinu. Right now, Svartim, I think, have they, they do it before. The father does it before? Before the birth itself? Or, or before the mile, or at the same, before the birth itself? Right before the birth itself. And here, I think by Ashkenazim, we do it after, right? The mile makes the bracha, does the birth, and then the father. Or as he's doing the birth, the father makes it. It's a little bit different. Tysus discusses, it's different, right? Because it says, Lachnisai, so it's a question of Lachnisai. Here, it sounds like the mile makes the bracha first, and then... Um, but anyway, so the people standing around, that's what they say. Then the person makes the brachos. By the milah, he says, "Asher kidash he did me baten chayk b'sheirei sam." It says, "Chasam ba'ispris kodesh 
Al Kane Vizkarzais, Kelchai Kelkenu, Tsiva or Tsave, right? I think there's a Machlikus and Lashanis over here. La Hatzel Yedida Sheirenu Mishachas, Laman Brisa, Yasher Sambib Sereno, Barachata Hashem, Karispris. Okay, so that is the Bracha, that is the process that we have for Bismillah. Hamalas Hagerim, if you do Mila for Gerim. Omer Barachata Hashem, Okina Malachalam, Hashekichan, Mitzvah, Vitzivano, Al Hamila, Vamavarech, Omer, Hashekichan, Mitzvah, Vitzivano, Lomalas Hagerim, Ula Hatif Mayem, Dambris. Shall, right? And that is the bracha for Gerim. Shall mali Dambris, because if there was no Dambris, then the, right, that's what keeps, keeps the world running. Shanemar says, I'm like, Brisi, Yemen, Baloyla, Chukai Shemayim, Ba'aretz, Lysamti, Barachat Hashem, Kares Bris. Hamolas Havadim, if you do Milan Havadim, Aymer, you say, Ashekin Shalom, Sosif, it's one of Al Hamila, Mabarach, Aymer, Ashekin Shalom, Sosif, it's one of Lomolas Havadim, Lahat of Ben of Dambris, Shall mali again, Shall mali Dambris, Chukai Shemayim, Ba'aretz, Loy Niskaimu, that the right the laws of Shemayim Ba'aretz, they would not right the the laws the laws of nature would not exist. Shemayim says, "I'm like Brisi, I'm a Balayla, Chukai Shemayim Ba'aretz, Leisamti Barachata Hashem, Kares Bris." Okay, Hadran Alach, Rabbi Eliezer de Mila. So now we're just gonna we'll start the the next parak. So Rabbi Eliezer says, Rabbi Eliezer Aimer, Tailin Es Hamit. We're gonna discuss here. Most of this uh, parak is gonna be discussing the. Dinim of oil arai, right? Temporary building. We had we had one case of oil arai before, right? So we'll, we're going to allude to that. We're going to start off alluding to that. Rabbi Lezer Aimer, Toilin es hamishmaras v'yantiv. You can set up a wine strainer. Mishmaras like shmarei in the sediments of wine. So you can set up a wine strainer on yantiv. V'neisn l'tluya b'shabes. And on Shabbos, you can't set up a wine strainer, right? You can't, they would hang it up. They'd have like a, you bought like a wine strainer erector kit at the store, right? So it had some sort of pegs or something, right? So it's Binyan Arai, again, we're discussing. So Rebbe says that on Yantif, you can actually build one. You could set one up. On Shabbos, that you can put the wine, you can run the wine through a strainer on Shabbos, okay? But you cannot set one up. You can't, you can't build one on Yantif. You can't use one on Shabbos. But you are able to use a wine strainer on Yantif. Okay? So just so we understand here, the wine straining is going to be different than, let's say, other straining because other straining, let's say like Chardel, right, seeds that we discussed before that you can't do even on Yantif, that's after Lassus and Lifnei Yantif. You could do it before Yantif. But here... You are not able to do it before Yantif. So even the Chachamim are going to agree that when it comes to wine, it's you can't, right? In the, in the old days, right, they would bring you know the wine and then the mesh over, and then they would pour the wine. They would strain it right as it was being drunken, right? But not you wouldn't do it the day before the wine. It, it just it, the wine resettles or whatever. That's just not the way it was done. So we're assuming we're specifically talking about wine here, okay? And even the Chachamim will agree that on Yantif you are able to strain the wine. So now Zakta Gamara Hashtar Belazar Oisve Oil Oil Arai Loy Mosfin on the Mavid Lachilo Shari. So we had a Rebelazar before, and we're going to discuss it in a second. That you're not allowed to add to an oil Arai. So for sure you can't start. Maihi, what is that case? The Tanan we had a Bryce that says Pekaka Chaloin. If you have a shutter, remember that one. Rebelazar Eimim Bismanche Kosher Vitaloi. When it is tied to the house. And it is suspended above the ground. Poikium bite. 
And if it is not tied and suspended, then you can't. Either way, you are able to reshutter it. Everybody agrees that you can't set up a temporary oil on Yontif at the beginning, right? For sure on Shabbos. They want to know what happens if you have an existing one, are you allowed to add? That he holds you can't add, right? And therefore, that's why in order to use the shutter, it had to be so much a part of the house that it was. Uh, hung above the ground, exclusive to the house, and it was connected to the house. That was the only way you were allowed to rehang the shutter. But vein tzarachlam b'shabes. So chamim are moisven b'shabes. Vein tzarachlam b'yantiv. Then the chamim hold that you are able to be moisif on oil aray. So what's the question over here, right? Rabbi Lazar, we said by the case of the shutter that you can't even add onto an oil aray, and the chamim there agreed and said that you can. You are uh, uh, the chamim. I'm sorry. The chamim there argued and said you can be moisif to an oil aray. Here, Rebbe Lazar is saying that you can toil in Esam Mishmaris Biyantif. You can even set up, you can, you can build a, a new oil Arai. So that doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara answers Rebbe Lazar, Savalak Rebbe Yehuda. Because Rebbe Lazar holds like Rebbe Yehuda, the Tanya Eim Benyantif, the Shabbos, Elochanavish Bilvad. That what is the difference between Yantif and Shabbos is Elochanavish. You can make food preparations. Rebbe Yehuda, Mater, Af Machshire Elochanavish. He says you can even, you can, he holds you can even do Machshire Elochanavish. Right now, you're, so setting up your strainer in order to strain wine is a machshir echo nefesh. So the Gemara then asks, Oh, Ema, the Shamalai Rabbi Huda, machshirin she'yashalasis emeraviyantif, machshirin she'yashalasis emeraviyantif, mishamaslay. He says, What do you mean? You want to tell me to strain the wine? Fine, that I agree you need to do on yantif. But setting up the strainer, he could have done that before yantif. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Lezer, I deep from Rabbi Huda, that you're right. From a, an oil aray perspective, Rabbi Lezer is very machmer. But on a mechshire oichel nefesh for yantif, he's very, very mekel, more mekel than Rabbi Yehuda, that he holds the mechshire uh, oichel nefesh, even that it was Efshel Asusim before Shabbos, you are able to do on Shabbos. I guess we'll stop here. Send out the. So I was intending to go, the, the notes will have one more sigil because I was intending to go, but I guess we'll just, we'll cover that tomorrow. Took me a little longer than I expected. Okay, so we have, we have basically, um, <clears throat> we have three, three, we had three ways of explaining the uh, Tinaikis. You had two children to do Mila for, Okay, Rav Huna said, again, he was the Chayev. So the Reisha he held, you had one that was a Sunday baby to Mal. So there was no mitzvah, no mitzvah at all. You're not, this is not Shabbos mitzvah where Milo is supposed to be done. Then you had, um, right, so there everyone's going to hold your Chayev if you mauled the Sunday baby on Shabbos. The Seifa is, the Seifa is saying, that's a Machlick of Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Lazar if you mal in a case where you mal a Friday baby on Shabbos, so that's Ta Bidvar Mitzvah, Machlikusim Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua, if we're going to say Chayiv or Pater. The second way we had Rabbi Yehuda explain the Machlikus that the Reisha was Ladivriak Kol Pater, who's more Makel, that your ta- everybody holds Ta Bidvar Mitzvah is Pater. Okay, so if you mal a Friday baby on Shabbos, you're going to be Pater. The Seifa is, that's where it's Machlikus, that is talking about a Sunday baby on Shabbos. If you mal a Sunday baby on Shabbos, do we still 
say, do we say tarad b'mitzvah? You were, you were trying to do a mitzvah, you were thinking about doing a mitzvah, right? And that is a machlekes in Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Lezer holds, no, it's like a badizar, Rabbi Yeshua says that you tar b'mitzvah. Rav Chia had a little bit of a different twist on how to explain it. He said the reisha, and what does that mean? That was talking about where you mauled the Shabbos baby on Friday. So therefore, Shabbos was never a subject to being deichet. And that's why everyone's going to agree you're going to be chayib, even though you mauled a Friday baby, that is a baby that um, would require a milah, because Shabbos wasn't subject to being nidcheh. And the seifa, right, he says, kind of like her Rabbi Yehuda said, that it's a machlekes on a Sunday baby that you mauled on Shabbos. Do we say tarbim bar mitzvah, yes or no? And we said, depending on, right, Ches is a normal baby, Tess is regular, any regular Bein HaShemashas, Yud is Bein HaShemashas of Friday, Yud Aleph and Yud Beis would be Bein HaShemashas of a Friday where you have after them a Yontif or, or Rosh Hashanah where you have two days. Uh, we said that a Katana Chayla, that you, you wait another seven days after the illness clears, um, and we had, a, we had a Shiloh, doesn't mean you wait a full seven days or just you can do it on the eighth day in the morning. Similar to Briss, so we didn't answer it. We said, Akven, that um, you must cut them. What does that mean? That's Basar Chayfa Roivatara. Okay, and Rav explained that that's even Roiv Gavayo Makam Echad. It's up and down. It doesn't mean Roiv around the Atara. It means just up and down from the tip of the Aver. And we said that a Kayan can't eat Truma. Okay, and we said if a person is a Baal Basar, right, so he had a Mila, but he's a Baal Basar and it, regrew, it appears to have regrown. Okay, or it hangs over that area, then you should fix it, Mishamaris Ayin. Shmuel and the town of Roshim Gamliel had two different ways of understanding this. Right? Either way, what we're saying is, if, it depends that when, we don't look at it when it's, um, when it's uh, flaccid, but we look at the Aver when it's standing up, right? when it, do we say that it looks, appears to be mild or not? And then the Machlekes between Shmuel and the town of Roshim Gamliel is, what happens if it partially appears to be mild or not? Shmuel holds a no. It has to look fully mild. Um, otherwise, you have to smooth it, you know, straighten it out. Just straighten it up, fix it up. And Rosh Hashanah said that no, even if it looks partially mild, that's good enough. Okay, we send mal v'leparki loy mal. And we had the brachos of the mila for Noli Yisrael, for a garen, for an evid. And then we, we started the new parak of Toilin Mishmeres B'yantif. We said that Rabbi Lezer holds, you're allowed to set up a wine strainer on Yantif. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda that Mashiach Echel Nefesh Biyantif are mutter. Even and Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef goes one step further. Even if it's Eshel Asosim Le'er of Yantif, we'll still say that you can be Deicha Yantif and do it on Yantif.